folks, and welcome to Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. I'm your co-host, Lee Strickland. And I'm Al Leone. Well, hey, Al. Hey, Lee. How are you doing? I am doing so good. How are you? Lee, I'm doing fantastic. Oh, yeah? Why's that? Because I am done with grad school, which means that I have a little bit more time in my world to spend on things that are happy, like podcasting. Like this podcast. That's right. You are now a master. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yes, I can now refer to you as the master. (laughs) Yeah, but not like that. The Doctor Who master was kind of creepy. Oh, well, maybe someday you'll get to refer to me as the doctor. Oh, I see what you did there. We just have to figure out what my doctorate's going to be in. I mean, doctor of brilliance right there. Doctor of podcasting. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, if Hunter S. Thompson could be a doctor of journalism, maybe I can be a doctor of podcasting. (laughs) So... Doctor of Podcasting, future Doctor of Podcasting, what are we talking about today? So our full album episode this month was uh, Johnny Cash Live from Folsom Prison. So we decided to follow that up with the uh, song of the month being from Nathaniel Ratliff or Ratliff and the Night Sweats. And the song we chose from them is S.O.B. And what does that stand for, Lee? I was just going to ask you that. Oh, ask me. Uh, Al, what does SOB stand for? Son of a bitch. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to mark this episode uh, explicit. Right away. Just right off the bat. The song title is explicit. It's not us, folks. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into your thoughts and stuff on this song. But before we do that, I'd like to share a little bit of biography, if I may. Please do. Tell us all about Nathaniel Ratliff. Ratliff. Yeah, I think it's falsely pronounced Ratliff a lot, but it's definitely Ratliff. Okay. Tell us all about Mr. Ratliff and the Night Sweats. So Nathaniel David Ratliff, born October 7, 1978, is an American singer and songwriter based in Denver, Colorado, whose influences are described as folk, Americana, and vintage rhythm and blues. Uh, Ratliff has performed with a backing band called The Night Sweats for an R&B side project he formed in 1913. Um, He has released three studio albums, two solo EPs, and one album as Nathaniel Ratliff and The Wheel. Oh. So he's actually, like, he does a lot. So uh, from the year 2002 to 2008, he was in a band called Born in the Flood. And I think they have, like, one album out. Uh, From 2007 to 2014, he was part of Nathaniel Ratliff and The Wheel. And then from 2013 to present... He is in uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Interesting. So, yeah, he's kind of done all these bands that, like, overlap each other. And he's also had, like, a solo career during all of this, too. Yeah. So he's a busy guy. Um, Beginning in 2013, while still performing and recording with earlier solo and group projects, uh, Ratliff embarked on a more upbeat, soulful sound with longtime collaborator Joseph Pope III. Um, and other collaborators in shows around Denver and Boulder. In uh, June 24, 2015, the self-titled release of Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats via Stax Records was announced with the lead song being S.O.B. The Night Sweats uh, feature Joseph Pope III on bass, Mark Schusterman on keyboard, and Patrick Meese on drums. Other band members include Luke Mossman, which is a sweet last name 
um, on guitar. Wesley Watkins on trumpet. That's also a very good like R&B name. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? And Andy Wilde on saxophone. Uh, according to the Los Angeles Times, this album was, quote, an album Rateliff made as a last-ditch effort before throwing in the towel on his music career, only to see it go viral and turn into a runaway hit. Wow. Quote. Yeah. Um, in November of 2016, he released an eight-track EP titled uh, A Little More Fun, dot, dot, dot. Uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats released a new album titled uh, Tearing at the Seams on March 9, 2018. After spending a week recording 18 songs with his band, Rateliff was not content and decided to return to the studio for five days with his band's rhythm section and three more days with the horn section, producing seven to eight new songs he felt were, quote, appropriate, the right tempo and the right mood. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he seems like a guy who goes in the studio and really knows what he wants from his musicians and what sound he's trying to capture. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Um, in August of 2019, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats launched a limited cannabis cartridge line titled Night Stash Collection. No. Yep. And it's even better. They launched that in collaboration with Willie's Reserve. Who do you think Willie of Willie's Reserve is? Is that Willie Nelson? It's Willie Nelson. Oh, my God. Yeah. The first release was a strain uh, called AJ's Cherry AK. The band developed a friendship with Willie Nelson when they met at Farm Aid in 2016. Oh my gosh, of course that's where they met. Right, and that's a very, like, Colorado thing. Yeah. Um, in November of 2019, Nathaniel Rateliff announced a solo tour to support his new solo album via Stax Records. Um, and on January 8th, 2020, Nathaniel announced, uh, and it's still all right, his first solo album in nearly seven years, which was released on February 14, again, via Stax Records, because they have a very good working relationship. Uh, Ratelift supported the Bernie Sanders 2020 presidential campaign, and uh, Nathaniel, along with the Night Swest, performed at a campaign rally in St. Paul, Minnesota, for Bernie. Oh, cool. Yeah. On December 17, 2020, Nathaniel released uh, Redemption, a new song he wrote for the Apple original film Palmer. The release came as a surprise to Ratelift's fans since he did not announce it beforehand. Ooh. <laughs> um, in early 2021, Nathaniel appeared on his first Saturday Night Live performance on February 13. His two-song set included the recently released Redemption and the song A Little Honey off of uh, Tearing at the Seams. So that's a little bit about Nathaniel Ratliff and the band. He has done a lot. Right? Like, he's a busy guy. Even, I mean, even through 2020, which, like, depending on when people are listening to this, they might not know about 2020. I'm thinking when, like, 10 years in the future, when some kid finds our podcast and is like, oh, this show. Do you think in 10 years, 2020 will be, like, unreferenceable? People will be like, what are you talking about? What happened? You know, I think in 10 years, we're going to start seeing, like, nostalgia 2020 stuff i think it's going to be really weird and you and i are going to be like oh god that year yeah i'm going to be like listen i understand you wanting to go back to lockdown and not having to do anything but like no don't ask for those things right like i'm picturing sitcoms being made and like movies starring seth rogan i mean they've already done it on netflix there was a show i think called social distancing and one of the ladies that was in 
uh, Orange is the New Black was in it. And it was all of these people on Zoom just like calling their people. And I was like, it's too soon. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. We could not watch that because it was just too like traumatic. Yeah. I was like, this is what I'm living through. I can't do this right now. Seriously. Anyway, so. back to Ratliff and the Night Sweats. Yeah. So that's the end of their bio. Um, a little bit about the song, SOB. Uh, it was released as the lead single for their self-titled debut album. The song gained exposure through uh, the band's performance on Jimmy Fallon's The Tonight Show on August 15, or August 5, sorry, 2015. Um, Rateliff has said the song uh, is, at its heart, a troubled song about drinking one's life away after a breakup, and explained that the lyrics are based on his personal experience with delirium tremens uh, during alcohol withdrawal. He also described it as a, quote, joke song and said that originally his band uh, did not plan on recording it, but due to positive reception, did so and released it as a single. Um, And then it does have a music video, which we watched, which the music video is very uh, like Folsom Mm -hmm. Prison-esque. So the music video was released July 15, 2015. It was directed and edited by Greg Barnes and produced by Melissa uh, Giles. Uh, the video depicts Nathaniel Rateliff and his band performing the song in front of an audience of prisoners and is an homage to the end credits of the 1980 film, The Blues Brothers. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I kind of got a Blues Brothers vibe and then I read that and was like, oh, yeah, this totally syncs up. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. But yeah, I think the prison motif was kind of what uh, tied this for us to the Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison album. Yeah, absolutely. It just felt like a nice uh, way to conclude the month of September. Yeah. I don't know why we made the month of September prison month, but... I don't know. It worked out. I'm hoping that there's not like a secret lockdown in our future. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Who knows? So, Al, what were your thoughts about this song? I love this song, Lee, just so much. Yeah? Why is that? I... Like, I do recognize what Rateliff is talking about in terms of this being a troubled song. But when you turn it on, like, you cannot help but, like, tap your foot and start to dance. And just, like, the horn and the saxophone and the bluesy sound to it. Like, it's just, like, a, like auditorily alone. Leave out all the words. It is a beautiful song that I love very much. Yeah, it definitely, you can see where in the bio, you know, they talked about the vintage R&B sound. Yep. You can totally see like where that comes in. Like this sounds like a record from a very bygone era. And I'm super glad that they went with Stax Records to record this because Stax, I mean, their history in the R&B world is, I mean, huge. And they are just these titans of R&B. So I'm super glad that they got them uh for this yeah absolutely and you know like i think then when you take a step into the words from all of this really catchy engaging song i just resonate on so many levels with the idea of like son of a bitch just give me a drink like (laughs) this is all i got Mm -hmm. you know um and like i don't even drink just because of my crazy family history but when it's just like there is so much going on and I just can't even anymore like 
you know, going through withdrawal is really stinking hard. And I understand that feeling of like, that's it. I'm tapping out. Give me a drink. This is all I got. Um, But I think life throws you that kind of hardness in its own way, whether you're trying to be in recovery or not. And it just has felt like throughout 2020, when you're like, okay, we're, we're doing this, we're in lockdown, we're going to make it. And it's like, oh, wait, no, now you need to go back to work. And are you going to have masks? And what are you going to do? It's like, just give me a freaking drink. I'm over it. And even now when it's like, okay, we're vaccinated and things are getting better. And it's like, oh, wait, surprise, there's Delta. It's like, son of a bitch, like, give me a drink. I'm tapping out on this one. And so I think when my life gets really overwhelming and hard this is the song that plays in the background and I'm like I don't even drink and I'm just like please god just give me something right now yeah I that resonates for sure um yeah it took me I mean until we listened to this you know before doing this episode I had always kind of thought this as a like breakup song Mm -hmm. and not like a recovery slash going through withdrawal song Mm -hmm. but then when we were listening to it this time he gets to the part about uh like bugs are crawling all over me and i was like oh yeah yeah, that's withdrawal and yeah like i've heard um like ex-heroin addicts talk about that symptom being part of their withdrawal yeah and i was like oh yeah i guess you can have that similar feeling with alcohol yeah absolutely like withdrawal is crazy and hard and scary and you know like it makes sense that people go through recovery so many times because the withdrawal portion itself is really hard and it's like I'm tapping out I can't do this Mm -hmm. and so you know I think in that way this is also one of those songs that is really catchy and captures something really hard kind of like the um by the mountain goats this year oh this year yeah yeah you know where you're like oh this is really good but then you have to listen you're like oh shoot this person's life has been really hard Mm -hmm. and i do always appreciate music like that where it's like you have to pay attention to know what they're talking about yeah outwardly it's really catchy but when you start like piecing it together you're like oh this person is really talking about big issues and heartache and all these just huge things. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think we can all put on a happy face, which is the music behind this song. But then when you actually look at it and you look at this person, you're like, are you okay? That's when you get the rest of the story. And that's why I really appreciate music like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's so nice too to like hear music like this being made again Mm -hmm. because there's so many people whose parents probably grew up with like this style of music but they themselves haven't heard any current artists Mm -hmm. um doing it so yeah it's super cool that this is out there and exists and i was trying to i didn't google the name of the artist um but it's the group who does that song call me call me mate no, not okay. call, it's not Carly Rae Jepsen. Get out of here with that. <laughs> That's the only song that comes to my head when there's the lyrics, call me, all right? I'm not as as uh, seasoned as you are in music. I'm sorry. No. if you Do you have Google up? Uh, yeah. What yeah. are we looking for? Uh, the song's just called Call Me. Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. Me and Google, we're on the same level. No, it's not that. 
That's it. St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Oh. Yeah. They are also like very, I don't know, they sound a lot like Otis Redding, their singer and stuff. Yeah. So I think St. Paul and the Broken Bones should do a tour with Nathaniel Radliff. Yeah. um, And the Night Sweats. I think that would be an awesome like R&B is coming back, you know, tour. Like that would be so cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do love R&B music in like the classical way. Oh, yeah. Like, give me some Al Green. Give me some Otis Redding, like, any day, and I'll get down to those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that style of music is just, I don't know, it's just really easy to, like, tap your foot to and nod your head to. And, I mean, when you again, when you break down the lyrics, like, they're singing about really big things. Like, that is music with a message, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, like, a throwaway, like, I love you song. Like... <laughs> It's music with purpose, which I think uh, is always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Lee, is there anything else that comes to your mind when you hear this song? No, I think you covered it. Um, It's definitely like it's an interesting anthem because I know we all have those moments where we're feeling that like son of a bitch, give me a drink. Yep. Um, But I somebody I heard one time say like, you know, toast to celebrations, not to forget. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a good thing. Like, I know I've had my like struggles with alcohol and like I'm in a good place with it now. Um, But yeah, like keeping that in mind, like, God, I just need a drink. Like, do you? No, like you're fine. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the moment where I'm like, okay, I need to clearly take a step back right now. Uh, And like now is especially the moment where I don't need a drink, but I can just so utterly empathize with what gets you to that moment. It's just like, and that was the straw. It was right there. And now we're done. Yeah, I agree. Um, And like, thankfully, we have each other as support people for that. Um, But yeah, like this, this, feeling of like you know son of a bitch give me a drink Mm -hmm. like that's such a universal feeling Mm -hmm. that i think that's part of what you know pumped this song up so much and how it kind of took off was that that feeling just resonates with so many people oh yeah and yeah it was funny i remember hearing this song in about 2015 because i was still working in texas and one of our construction folks put it on and was like here listen to this and i was I was like, how old is this? He was like, it, you know, came out last week. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where he found it, but, you know, I remember hearing it and then it kind of like dissipated for a while. And then all of a sudden it was back and it was big. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I've heard this before. Yeah. So, and it's funny too, looking at um, like pictures and seeing live performances of them. There's a ton of videos on YouTube of them performing at Twist and Shout Mm -hmm. in Denver. That's your record store. That is my record store. So shout out to Twist and Shout uh, and people in the Denver area or visiting the Denver area. If you want like the best record store you've ever been to, go to Twist and Shout. They are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are, we are not sponsored by them. That's just <laughs> my feeling. I know. You just love, you love places like that that are unique. I do. And they have such a history in Colorado and like, you know, you go there for music, but walking around, I mean, it's like a time capsule of signed guitars and records. And yeah, the folks that own that place have just, I mean, they are just drenched in music history. It's Mm -hmm. really cool. 
So, yeah, I think those are my closing thoughts on SOB. Uh, any other thoughts from you? No, I think we've covered it. Um, who are we covering next time, Lee? So for, that will be, what, October? Yeah. yeah. So for October, we're taking things in a little different direction for our album Ooh. of the month. Yeah, so we are actually going to look at a jazz album Ooh. for October. We're going to be listening to uh, Sonny Rollins and his album Saxophone Colossus. So I am super interested to see how that one is going to work out uh, in this format because there are no lyrics. It's jazz. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be super cool. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. And then keep an eye out for our song of the month in October. Ooh. Yeah, it'll be following our usual uh, Halloween motif. <laughs> well, y'all, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you being a part of our community. This has been Songs of Our Own, and until we get to be with you again, enjoy your own songs. <laughs> <laughs>